to episode 62 of the Downsize with Style podcast to help you create a happy home and refine your apartment lifestyle. My name is Bettina Deda. I'm an interior stylist and writer and love helping people achieve a stylish and functional home in a more compact space. Before we go into this week's interview, I would like to share an exciting um, information with you. My book, Downsize with, with Style, which I um, self-published in 2014, has just been um, uh, selected as a finalist in the 2015 USA Best Book Awards, So, which is a great achievement for a self-published author. And um, I uh, just wanted to share that with you. So now, if you have followed this program, you will have listened to a few downsizing case studies already. I've spoken to several people um, who downsized one couple in the U.S., or actually two couples, and then people here in Australia, and who shared their story um, with me and the listeners. And it's always interesting to talk to um, people who have done the right and who are willing, willing to share their new lifestyle experiences because we want to encourage others to follow their example and do the same and not um, procrastinate much longer. And today I'm actually at the Gracewood community in Kellyville and I came across this um, new retirement resort, I think it's called, it's massive, um, in 2014 where I spoke at a property event with um, Andrew Winters here on the premises. And um, so I reconnected with them, and today I have two lovely people with me, a couple who has moved here recently to that um, um, property. And um, now, I've, what was your name again? Jenny. Jenny and, and, Mike. and Mike. Now, welcome Jenny and Mike <laughs> to the show. And... Um, yeah, so it's always exciting to talk to people who live now in a retirement village or resort and um, maybe just start where, I don't know, where would you like to start? Tell us a bit about your challenges before or what made you decide to move I, here? For me personally, I think it was the situation that I found myself in with my mum who refuses to leave her own home, has 16 stairs to go down and is on a walking frame and she's 94. So as we don't have our own children in the Sydney area, we decided that, well, I thought it would be a good idea. They wouldn't have to worry about us. And I liked the idea of the lifestyle. I liked the, the less work, mm. the, less, the, more, the chance of having a, a, a freer lifestyle. Uh, probably that's my main reason for, for coming. And I also didn't want my husband to spend his entire retirement working around the, the very large house we had. So that's possibly, probably my main reason for, mm -hmm. for coming. I'm not sure. It took me a while to convince him, Mike, that uh, it was a good way to go. Um, yeah, that's interesting. I just spoke yesterday to a lady. She, um, she said to me, oh, she would like to downsize because their children have moved out, but the husband does not want to. He can't. It's just kind of really hard. She tries to convince him now for a month and month. That yeah. seems to be a stumbling block with just about everybody I've met. <laughs> really? <laughs> and, and even ones who have moved. Um, yes. Um, yeah, maybe Mike, you share a bit about why you, it took you a while to get used to. For me, um, I was suppose I was somebody who was a little bit frightened of retirement. I wondered what I would do. And 
I felt that uh, when I retired, what I would be doing is I would be doing lots of DIY jobs around the house and I would be um, uh, spending my time looking after the five-bedroom house. Yeah. Although thinking about it, I don't know why I would want a five-bedroom house <laughs> because both of our children are interstate, so they're a long way away from us and so our grandchildren are also a long way away mm. from us. They come to Sydney very rarely, so although we had somewhere to put them up, yeah. really that was, if it was twice a year, that would be a lot. So after I had um, started to run down and I went to work part-time and I started doing the jobs around the house, I, I realised that with my arthritis it was going to take me forever. The house was 44 years old. Mm. That meant the plumbing was 44 years old. The electrical was 44 years old. It really was starting to get tired. It was a two-storey house. Mm. The upper stairs was timber. The work was horrendous. Yeah. And either I had to pay somebody to do it or I had to do it myself and spend most of my retirement working. And I just thought, that's a bit silly. <laughs> so um, uh, that was the... That was the decider for me. Once I had retired and started to do all this work, I looked at it and thought, I don't want to spend my retirement just doing jobs around the house. And how long did you do this then? Like, how long was that period? It was quite a long time because I was lucky in that I've probably been working... I retired at 70, uh, fully retired at 70, but I had actually, from about the age of 66, 67 actually started to run down and I was able to work part-time mm. and eventually, uh, in fact, for the final six months, I actually just did only casual work. Uh, could have continued with the casual work, but I started to get quite keen on the uh, lifestyle of retirement. Mm. Things for me is that I've been playing golf more often. Mm. We've certainly been going on holidays more often. We've been having a much freer life and as somebody who hadn't seen me for a while said the other day since you moved into that retirement village you look much better <laughs> well that's all so, what we want no, this is great exactly. <laughs> I, I, I do think that really from the time that he finally did retire completely it was six months maximum might have even been four months before we actually made the decision let's go and look because up until then we hadn't even looked at any yeah and once we started to look. We did it quite quickly, really, didn't we? We looked around at a lot in a fairly short space of time. And then when we realised, well, we could move into this one now, we better think about doing the house. And yeah. um, that is the most daunting part, <laughs> getting the house ready for sale. Yeah. Um, but we were very lucky. We had an agent who told us really what to do, how to go about it, was extremely helpful. And everything just went mm. incredibly smoothly, um, apart from us worrying ourselves probably into an early grave thinking about how are we going to get this done in such a short space of time. Mm. But it, once you've done it, it's amazingly freeing. It's mm. I can remember meeting the manager here, Maria, and I was telling her that I was really concerned about downsizing and decluttering, and she kept saying to me, Once you've done it, it's over. Forget about it. It's so mm. you, you won't you won't even think about it. And to be perfectly honest, I don't. It's fantastic. So, so just to go back to that um, phase, so um, 
did you come here and sign up for the the apartment before you had sold your house then, or how? Did, or did we you did. first sell the house and then? No, we didn't. We actually did it all at the same time. Uh, at the same we time. Put, yeah. We put the deposit on here, and we had had, because of the very fast moving housing market in Sydney, yeah. we were having agents ring all the time. And oh, one right. day I, I had three ring, and, in the, and I'd been saying no, 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 yeah. because we decided we wouldn't move. And on the third call that day, I said, oh, for goodness sake, you might as well come round and tell me. <laughs> So he came he around. He was the lucky one. <laughs> he was the lucky one. And uh, he came around and we thought, well, okay, we'll start. And yeah. we did start. Um, and actually, as I say, it went fairly quickly. Mm. Once yeah. we made the decision, yeah. that's what we wanted to do. We um, had him in the background for a... For probably 12 months, yeah. really. Yeah, but yes. Jenny was talking about that happened early on in the process. Mm. And we had him in the background. And I must admit that I was very impressed with him. And I thought that we were very lucky because, and looking at what other people got for the house around us, he helped us through the selling stage and he was really, really good. Mm. And he started us on the process of decluttering mm. yeah. because the first thing he said is, okay, before open house, you've got to get rid of a lot of the stuff. And he said, yeah. I want that covered out of it, I want this out and that yeah. So that... I presume, so that we could emphasise the size of the rooms or something mm. because they did a really good job in marketing it. And that, and actually that first process sort of started being just a little bit stressful because we were thinking we've got to do this and we've got to mm. do that. And we had, and certainly after we had committed and said we want to go here to Gracewood, and we were then said, okay, we're ready to go now. And he wanted to do it like next week, next week. And we were yeah. saying, oh, we need a little bit of time. And that's one thing I think you forget as you get older. You, you can't do it all in a week. It's not physically possible to remove, what, 40 yeah. years of, of your life in, in, in that shorter time. So my best advice to anybody thinking about doing it is, Really seriously look at what's in your cupboards because we, yeah. I was very lucky. I had a couple of friends who were marvellous and came over and said, right, you don't need that now, let's get rid of it. So we did that. So how did you actually do the decluttering and how long did it then well, take Well, it you? didn't take as long as, well, looking back now, it didn't take as long as it felt like at the time. It felt like we were going doing nothing but removing Things. items. Yeah. Um, I think... The best thing was we actually got rid got rid of everything that we didn't actually need, um, and thought, well, we can always start again. If and we also we also did. Mike was marvelous. He actually did a scale model of the unit and little scale models of the furniture that we thought we wanted to take yes. with us. Organized. So we came yeah. with min just minimal furniture. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the things that we felt that we did couldn't quite get rid of yet, like the, the, the things sentimental you collected, the sentimental things. things yeah. We've actually, after being here for four months, we've actually only just picked up from a friend's house because she let us store them there. So we are getting put, putting those somewhere now. But most of what we brought really fitted in. We weren't we weren't any. Some of the people who came here had so much that they literally were living with boxes for weeks and weeks yeah. and weeks. We unpacked every box within yeah. about four days. That's just, that while you said that, it's this is what I'm talking about yeah. in my talks and what I try to, what's also in my book, this is one of the steps, it's called um, 
space planning, so mm-hmm. lay out your room and exactly what you did. I, I recommend that people take a floor plan and measure this stuff and draw it up and then you can see what it where it goes and you don't have these horrible surprises no. when you move yes. that you find yourself sitting between all your furniture. That's right. We, we so knew exactly really and we yeah. told the removalists where, exactly where the furniture exactly. was going. So we moved in, everything exactly. was in the right place. Yeah. We just had to unpack the boxes. Fantastic. But the other, the, the other thing that I did find really freeing was nobody needs 20 dinner plates yeah. <laughs> so we did. We our, our family actually benefited from a lot of the things that we got rid of, yeah, and we gave a lot of it away to yeah. charity and stuff because you just don't need it. Uh, exactly. And so, how did you do like with the decluttering? So, how, where did you start, and how how did you? I mean, in the rooms that we didn't use, yeah, uh, which were full of things because over years you collect, and because we have grandchildren, when they came, we yeah. had toys for them. So, yeah, we went through what we thought they might want to keep and we've kept some here but most of it we otherwise we looked at everything and we said right no we don't need that and we a very good friend said what you do is you pack it and you get rid of it out of the house now because if you leave it in a box there you're more than likely to say I yeah. think I'll go back and take something take out some of it out, yeah. so the best thing is get straight rid of away. it straight That's away very, yes. you're very good it's so exciting um, very good example I think maybe having had, mm. knowing a few people who'd moved already Yeah. but I think for us too we needed to do it um, after you've lived in the one house for such a long time you do get so used to having things Mm. that you never use exactly and, and you realize that your life is perfectly fine without them yeah so i think i yeah. think you know i think also for me there are two comments that i'd like to add if you've if you've had some parents who have died then you've gone through the process of the siblings going into the house what i realized <laughs> is that many of the things that were very very important to them, to, to them or seem to be very, very important to them, end up being sold at a garage sale or given away to charity because the kids don't want them. Mm. And that's what happened with a lot of my mother's collections. Mm. You know, they weren't valuable collections. They were collections that, uh, um, you know, were of real sentimental value. Mm. Picked up on holiday. Yeah, and, and yeah. you know, the souvenirs that you pick up mm. off holiday, they don't mean anything to, you, to your children. Mm. And um, to see all this stuff just got rid of on the um, that garage sales and that sort of thing made me realise that you've got to be careful about what stuff you just leave around for your kids to get rid of because that's what they will do. They will, mm, they will just mm. get rid of it. And the second thing is, I think the horrifying thing with me is that when I went into my shed, <laughs> the things that men accumulate over the years, the pot of paint that you definitely need because that will be for touching up. We had a lot of rubbish in my shed, mm. and it was unbelievable. We, luckily, in Sydney, we have um, you know places where you can go and dispose of paint and that sort of thing yeah. free. Yeah. The earlier you start on that, mm. the, the better it is, because you, I think most men would be absolutely surprised. <laughs> you should talk to my husband. Huh? <laughs> this is really we have this yes. shed and workshop. Yes. He calls it. I just hate to go in that place. It's down in downstairs, you yes. know, it's in the sandstone foundation. It's not a nice room, it's quite sandy and dirty, and, and, but it's full of 
full of stuff in. That might come in handy one day. I yes. think so, yes. And every time I go in there, I think, oh, God, I couldn't stay in this space, you know, and, and use it as a workshop. <laughs> so I just get something out and, and get out. Something, yeah, and get out. Oh. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's really hard. But I'm I'm sort of I'm always decluttering. The other thing is we have a oh Mike has a relative who is a community nurse up on the north far north coast of New South Wales, and she her job was to go around visiting um, elderly people in their homes and just making sure they were okay, yeah. caring for them, making giving them medication. And she said throughout her experience doing that, she found exactly the same thing that Mike was talking about. The family, they would keep everything and the family would come in when the elderly person had died and and throw it all out. So her her, uh, philosophy became, if I've got things that I really like, I put them on display and what's in the cupboard is only what I use. So Mm. everything that I cherish is mm. out there for me to yeah, see so that so I can see it yeah. all the time yeah. and enjoy it rather than yeah. hide it away in a cupboard and yeah. forget about it for 30 years. This is It's really interesting. <laughs> yes. You are basically mentioning all the things that I'm often talking about when I have talks or presentations. Is in, And I don't know why people keep these cherished things in drawers and boxes for 40 years and then, and then they wonder why no one else wants to keep them because it's only something yes. uh, uh, precious to them. Exactly right. And I always yes. say, yes. get that out and put it on a shelf or somewhere or frame it if it's a picture, but don't hide it the whole time. It's your thing. It's yes, just that's, really that's exactly right. It seems to be a thing of human yes. beings. <laughs> I think it is. I think we're, we're all collectors, whether we like to admit it or not. Yeah. I, I think the other thing is, it's not some, something that you realise is the sensible thing to do until you've actually been through it. Yeah. When you're young, you don't even think about these things. You know, you think about, oh, I'll keep that, I'll keep that. You, you don't think about whether you actually use them. It's only when you're faced with the downsizing and you start to consider, do I really need that? Well, I haven't mm-hmm. actually taken it out of that for, for the last <laughs> 20 And I found stuff that I hadn't looked at for 20 years. And you think, mm. and it's so... I wouldn't have, I've probably forgotten that I had it there for much yeah, of that 20 yeah. years anyway. <laughs> so it's not something that, I mean, maybe in your position, talking to people, you may be able to convince them, but I think that from mm. my point of view, I didn't realise that until we are actually faced with right. the journey of mm. downsizing. Mm. And then it can be quite illuminating. Yeah. I mean, we, um, as you have probably heard, I'm from Germany, and um, we moved here seven years ago, and... We had to also downsize, even if we're not downsizing. I have two children, they were quite young at that time. And so, but still, what we, oh, I decluttered our house, and then we still had 270 boxes coming here boxes and items, yes, you know, yes. bigger stuff. Yes. And, and when, when I finally unpacked it here, and I thought, and it, because our container got lost on the way in Hong Kong, so it took a bit longer than it was supposed to take. And then, so we basically ended up six months with living with rental furniture, with cardboard um, bedside tables, and all that. We only had the basic stuff, a bed, a few chairs, you know, a lounge, and everything else was sort of plastic stuff. And and I said, actually, you know, you what? can do this. What's you the can. problem? Exactly you know, it's right. it. and then yes. I had to unpack all that stuff. And I thought, oh, why did I bring that? Why did we? <laughs> And I just decluttered again, you know. It's this, 
if you have to live for a while within well, because I thought I'm not buying so now we, plates because we have millions of plates coming so we had these plastic plates for ages and I thought oh god I felt really bad after a while but we sort of went through and then finally we got our stuff but it's it's maybe that's awesome. what everybody should do then. Yeah, before they, kind before of they this. downsize, maybe they should go and live somewhere I, with minimal. Yeah. I, I think that people who move on a regular basis, do that. I don't yeah. think they would have as much problem decluttering yeah. as somebody like us who has been in the same house for 35 or 38 years. Mm. I think yeah. in that situation, everything has just accumulated. If you have been on the move, if you have been moving... Each time you move, I think you do tend to downsize or yeah, to, to, to sort out a little yeah. bit and mm. say, well, I haven't used this for the last four years. We won't mm. take that. We mm. won't take that. So that's yeah. a big advantage. I think it's the people who really have the problem with downsizing and people like us who've been in the one place for a very long time. That's hard. Yeah, yeah. And the children have left home and left all their belongings still oh, there. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> the next story. I saw that quite often, and they I, do. They, oh, oh, but almost, this is really all of my friends have exactly the same uh, problem. Yes, it's very easy for the children because it they is, don't have yes. to declutter, and they think mom can live it there, and, right. and you have the bad feelings to get rid of the we stuff. Actually, I think you have to yes. really be say, okay, if you are not here in two months and sort that out, it goes all to Vinnie's or something. We did that maybe because exactly ours, yes. ours left home maybe, what, 15, 18 years ago. So oh. it had been, they just left it and it stayed. And in the really? end we said, if you don't come and take it, we are moving yeah. and it will be gone. And they did come. <laughs> and where, did, where do they live now? Oh, well, one's in Queensland and one's up the mid-north coast of New South Wales. Oh. So it was a case of... But loading things. I mean, yeah, yeah. One one had a removalist take a lot of them because a, a lot of our furniture, because it was a big house, we had big furniture. Big furniture. And yeah. we only need small furniture. Yeah, exactly. So we just chose things that would fit in. Yeah, yeah. And this is the other more than happy. Yeah, what people often make they they think oh, I can't, I have to take this was so expensive, but then they they. Stuff everything in these apartments, which often that dining and living area is not that big, and then you have these massive sofas, and it doesn't look good, it doesn't feel good, it's just hard. No. <laughs> but I, I, as, as it sounds, you made no, we, the right thing, you we know. Have, we have we only have three lounge single chair lounge chairs yeah. at the moment. Whether we'll get something more, we're not sure, it, but we quite mm. like having less. Yeah, it's still a work in progress. We're yeah, still working exactly. on it. We yeah. will. Um, we have bought some new buffets to put some stuff in. <laughs> so we started accumulating again. <laughs> no, we're just rearranging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah it's. it's um, <laughs> And, and even that's taking longer because the lifestyle is so good that I <laughs> don't have time to do it. We don't have time to We're not hard enough. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's the... So it's basically, I mean, you didn't regret it, as I understand. No, no. And it's just... Um, um, and, and looking back, so, I mean, we could say we wish we'd done it earlier, but... Yeah. Um, I think uh, we've done it I, as I early think as you know possibly time. could. I, I, I think yes. you know the time because, as I said, I... Was very resistant for a while, but you know things will happen, and, and mm. each individual will realise when it's time. That's that's what I believe anyway. 
Did, did you have to move far, or when no, did you live with no, you? No, we about just, 10 minutes. Oh, right, right okay. So that yeah. was not no, such a it wasn't, decision no. then. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, we, we had... Well, I think that that, yeah, is, that is, is an important point, because we had, um, well, in fact, when I was starting to plan for retirement, sort of around about the age of 60, uh, we actually pururchased a place to do the other sort of downsizing story we bought sea change a place, place. Uh, sea change uh, up the coast in the mid north coast uh-huh. and going there and staying there on a regular basis was was from a financial point of view it was a bad decision but from a learning experience it taught us that we were sydney people that we were not sea change people and for us the fact that we still live in sydney We still live in the western suburbs of Sydney. We're always going to have good transport to the Opera House where we go on a, to on a regular basis. Mm. We've got all of our cultural and social activities that we've built up over those 30-odd years that we've yeah. lived there. We still have that all available to us. We yeah. can still shop in the same shopping centre. Yeah. We can still... Um, we can still do the things that have been so important for us during our life and we mm. can continue doing mm. And that, I think, was a good learning uh, experience for me on the journey to retirement was that whilst the sea change is great and, you know, it's a, it's a great place to go for a holiday, I don't think that we would have been happy living there mm. eventually. And certainly, Jenny, because friends... All of our social activities are there in Sydney. Yeah, so, yeah, and this is you build that up over a long right. time, and then this is another thing. If people say now we want to move to the country or to the ocean, they have to think about how if they are not outgoing people, you know, they you have then to go to a golf club or to a whatever group singing, being a choir, or that you meet people and you can build up your your new network. This is it's not work. Yeah, it's, yes, as you get older, it's, it's more it's, harder. Um, and yeah, I think too. Um, as you get older, you need more medical type facilities so, closer mm, by. Um, mm. <laughs> it's, yeah. I mean, I, honestly, I think yes, that's probably the best. The best thing for us was that we made the decision to stay here because yeah. we still have the lifestyle that we were living before, plus more. Yeah. So how how does a typical day look like, oh, <laughs> lady of no, leisure? No, no, there's no typical no, day. No Actually, typical. finding time to stay home is the hardest thing. <laughs> there's so much to do here as well. Um, there, there we is both use the gym. We use the gym. Well, I use the swimming pool. Yes. We don't get involved in a lot of the social activities here, not because we don't want to, or we're not interested. We don't because we're so busy doing other things. Mm. We've had uh, three separate holidays oh, in the four months mm. that we've been here. Oh, my God. Um, mm. And for us, and I don't have to worry about when I come back after the week or so holiday, yeah. I've got lawns that are two foot high and I've got to spend a bit of time in the garden and do some weeding and all this sort of thing. I don't have to worry about that. I yeah. can just come back and... <laughs> like today, the first thing or this week, getting back onto the uh, travel agent to organise the next, next holiday. holiday. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that so, sounds really good. So it, it is. So you, there's no you, typical day. There's no. All no. oh, right. No. And, and so, you, do you 
connect a lot with the other residents here? Yeah, well, like, you can't help it. Yeah, yeah. Even you, if you didn't, even if you were totally antisocial and didn't want to talk to anybody, there's always somebody. You can go to the coffee shop and chat. There's always somebody who will chat to you. We can go to the gym and somebody walking no, through will want to mm. stop and have a chat. It's no, look, it's it's a very friendly, pleasant place to live. I have to mm. say. Um, and someone was saying to me, oh, in a unit block, we actually have more privacy in our unit block because of the way that the, the, the unit is, de- the complex is designed. We don't have lifts that service a whole heap of units. Where our floor, there are only three units from, uh-huh. from the one lift and two. And so that you've got a, a maximum, I think, of 11 units of one lift mm-hmm. shaft services. So... You're not going to be bumping into each other all of the time. When I sit on my balcony, I can't see anything other than a few clear. Can't see anybody in any of the units. I can't see anybody else in any of the Mm. uh, other units. Whereas when I lived in a five-bedroom house, I was surrounded by other four or five-bedroom houses. And if I was sitting on the deck, there were at least three or four of them that, if they went into their backyard, they wouldn't be able to see us. Mm. So, from a, I think. People can easily get the wrong impression of apartment living. It, it mm. you know, once you walk in and close the door, you could still be sitting in the lounge room of your five-bedroom house. Mm. It's no different. We've still got the same things there. We've still got yeah. the books. We've still got the television. The, uh, all of every. It, it's really not that big a change. Mm. Mm. Do you have a, how many bedrooms do you have? We have two. two. And, and what did you do with the spare bedroom? Well, that is a spare bedroom. It's um, just yes, for guests? Yes, yes. Yeah. At the moment, we only have a single bed in there. That's because we uh, only brought one of the single beds mm, with us. Um, mm, mm. We have a small study, um, and Mike has his computer. Where did you put that? Right? That's Well, there is a it's little study. The, there is a, yes, oh, it's, it's, a separate, study. it's a separate so study, yes. Oh, right, study. it's a small okay. study. Small study. Oh, that's um, good, yeah. So he has all his computer and printer and mm, everything set up mm. in there. And, and ever since um, I've been uh, here, I've been going to upgrade my uh, whole system because I've got an old tower and I was going to get a laptop and I was yeah. going to just try to give myself more space. I'm out of time. No, we have, honestly, have, there, there's, we keep, we, we have jobs and we say, right, we really need to do this, but we haven't even put up all the photographs no. or, or pictures on the wall that we, we've done a couple, but you've got to be home enough to actually do things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, oh my God, it sounds it, really good. <laughs> it doesn't have to be like that, but that just seems to be the way our ha- our life has taken on. Yeah. Um, simply because also uh, having our family so far away, we get now that Mike is retired, we get to go and see them rather than having to wait for him to have holiday yeah. or like a, just a weekend. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that makes makes your life freer, I think. Mm. But we get to do little things. We might get up in the morning and say, oh, let's just go out somewhere today. So we might go and hop on the bus and, and hop it, go off into the city or uh, just choose. The game, the yeah. location here is pretty yeah. So do you take the road to the... Mostly to, public to the, transport? Yeah. Oh, yeah. we both drive still. Um, yeah. So but, no, and, and I have my mum living fairly close by, so I drive over there. But no, we, we don't use the public transport that Apart from going into the city, um, which is incredibly convenient, mm. I must say. It's very, very handy. Mm. But no, we both drive still. 
So yeah, that sounds all good. What would be your three top tips for other people who are planning to downsize? Declutter. De- the, the biggest one de-clutter, is declutter. 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 Yes. I mean, I could yeah. give you three tips, and they'd all be the same. Yeah. Um, I think accepting that you don't need everything you've got, and nobody needs a good dinner set and and a second good dinner set because yeah. you don't need them. And yeah. We could use the same four plates forever and just recycle them. Yeah, and we um, all have dishwashers. Well, we've all got dishwashers yeah. so, and everything goes in there. So it's, yes, I'd say decluttering and trying to be, I suppose, not emotional about the things that mm. you've got. Looking at, I'm not, I don't get emotionally attached to a house, so it wasn't, leaving the house wasn't a problem. Um, but leaving the friends, the neighbours, because we had such wonderful neighbours, that was probably my biggest my biggest fear, um, but no, getting just do it, get and do it, just do it. Don't mm. put it off and say, "Oh, look, you know, we're not old enough," because I can tell you, it's the best decision we've made in recent years, yeah. and we are we are very very happy in doing it. The second, uh, yeah, I think this, mm. I think this, you know, oh, you're not old enough. If you keep using that as an excuse. What will happen is that suddenly yeah, to you'll be too old. You'll be too old, or sick, or something. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Yes. Mm. And I—that's—that's that's important to me. I mean, you may as well. I, I wanted to be in a position where I could get out and enjoy myself. Yeah. And while we mm. can still use the facilities yeah, there, exactly. because a lot of people—if you go to a lot of retirement places um, that don't have the facilities—that was because back in those days they didn't build them. Now they're building these places for younger people who still want. To, to, to use those facilities mm. and I think if you leave it too late you don't use them yeah so I think mm. the best advice I could give anybody is to do it while you're still ca- physically capable of doing yeah, it yeah yeah uh, because actually the decluttering itself is incredibly physical um, yeah yeah and can be extraordinarily stressful mm-hmm. yeah yeah probably was extraordinarily stressful yeah. <laughs> Well, not can be, it was, yes. But you're an example, yes. you managed it and you yes. seem to be much yes. happier. And no. if, if you ever want to listen to some of the other episodes where I talk to people, it's always the same. Basically, yes. what comes yes. out, yeah, yes. they all yes. say it was the best decision and now yes. we have don't have all the work anymore around the house and blah, blah, right. enjoy yes. ourselves much yes. more. I'd rather he was playing golf three days a week than, week than working around the yard three days yeah, a week or yeah, painting. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. You know, because you never know, you don't know what your lifespan's going to be, do you? So exactly. You want to try and do as much as you yeah, can. Yeah, that's right. Enjoy yourself as much as you can. Alrighty, thanks so much for that's your story, um, <laughs> Jenny and Mike. That was great. Um, and I wish you more happy leisure days here in Graceland. <laughs> well, that's a given. That's a given. So, yeah, that leads me just to the wrap-up of the show. If you um, find this podcast valuable, please um, leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. This will help promote the show and is much appreciated. And if you would like to learn more about how I can help you downsize with style, please visit my website www.downsizewithstyle.com and um, you will see a lot of uh, things you can do. For example, book uh, your personal downsizing consultation to get a head start on your journey, go to some of my workshops or read more about my book, listen to the podcast. So there's a whole range of things you can um, enjoy on this website. And um, until we speak next time, I wish you a great time and I hope to speak to you soon. Bye. Bye.